have been changed to protect the innocent. You're a detective sergeant. You're assigned to homicide detail. A small boy is reported missing from his home. His age, nine years. Foul play is suspected. Your job, find him. Might tie in, might not. Mark it and dumb in this envelope, will you? Sure. 
There you go. You got a missing broadcast on the boy, Harry? Yeah, Doherty did about half an hour ago. Here's a description right here. Thanks. Mother know about the bloodstains? No, we didn't tell her. She's worried enough already. She has no idea what might have happened to her boy, huh? Mm, no more than we do. Checked all the friends, relatives. We're covering the neighborhood. No trace so far. Not much to go on. Bloodstains, empty cartridge. It could mean a hundred things. Any ideas, Freddy? Just one, and I don't like it. p.m. Thursday, December 22nd. The neighborhood search for nine-year-old Stanley Johnstone continued. Ray Pinker went back to the crime lab to start the precipitant test and the blood grouping. Levinson and his partner, Doherty, from Highland Juvenile, stood by. We called Chief of Detective Thad Brown, and he ordered up a special detail to aid in the search for the missing boy. Frank and I questioned the boy's mother, Mrs. Ruth Johnstone, a woman in her early 40s. She seemed fairly calm under the circumstances. Mrs. Johnstone, is your boy Stanley in the habit of wandering off without telling you where he's going? No, he's not in the habit of wandering off, but he has done it before. When was the last time, Miss Johnstone? You don't have any children, do you, Sergeant Friday? No, ma'am. Well, there comes that time in every young boy's life when he feels that it's time to leave home. Go out on his own. Usually happens somewhere around 8 to 10. Yes, ma'am, I think I know what you mean. I'm a boy. Then you know how it is. My husband and I scolded Stanley one afternoon after school, and he was quite put out about it. But George and I were unfair. Packed a few of his things and left. Well, how long was he gone, ma'am? No time at all. About two hours. I was worried about him, but my husband said to leave him alone. He said every boy had to go through that stage. Uh-huh. Well, then you think he's run away from home again this time, do you? Yes, I think so. He's been gone about four hours now. No, I have a funny feeling about it. Did you and his father happen to have some misunderstanding with the boy recently? Well, that's just it. We haven't. I don't mind telling you now that we're talking about it. I'm getting worried. Any place around that you might like to visit? A hobby shop or a playground? Something like that where you might be? Yes, there's Jensen's model shop, Little Helen Woods, but I've already called there and he hasn't been seen all day. I've called all of his friends and they have no idea either. Mm-hmm. We'd like a list of all of his friends and the places that he was known to frequent, ma'am. That's all right. I'll give them to you. Where do you suppose he is? Where's your husband now, Mrs. Johnstone? At work. George works for the city. He's a fireman. Uh-huh. What house is he stationed at? Engine Company 12. He's working the A platoon. He'll be home tomorrow morning. I haven't told him that Stanley's gone. Was there any chance that the boy might be down at the firehouse with his father? No. He seldom goes down there anymore. No, I don't think he's there. I'm awfully worried. May I call my husband? Well, certainly. You'd rather have I know George will be worried. Stanley's been gone too long. Hello. May I speak with George Johnstone? This is Mrs. Johnstone. Thank you. I hate to call George at his work. Yes, sir. Does your husband own the gun, ma'am? Yes, he does. What caliber would you know? It's a forty-five automatic. He's got it, ma'am. George? Well, this is Ruth. George, is Stanley down there with you by any chance? Oh, no, I can't find him anywhere. He wasn't here when I came home from doing my shopping. There are two policemen here. No, I said there are two policemen here. No, dear, I'll call you if we don't find him soon. Oh, all right. Yes, you too. Bye. I didn't think he'd be with George. Oh, that forty-five. is that the only gun in the household? Yes. Why are you asking about guns? Has anything happened that you're not telling me about? No, ma'am, just routine checking. We'll have to take a look at that forty-five if you don't mind. Maybe I should tell you we do have another gun in the house, but it's all wrapped up. George bought it for Stanley's Christmas present. Well, if we can look at it, please. Yes, will you have to unwrap it? I'm afraid so. Well, 
I think I can reach it. Yeah, hide it. Let me see. Well, here's the paper it was wrapped in. Standing like the farm, it's gone. You see? Here's a gift card in the box that gun came in. Rifle. Uh-huh. Can I look at the box, ma'am? Thank you. How about it, Joe? Twenty-two caliber. Thursday, December 22nd, 5.15 p.m. It was getting dark. The search for the missing boy continued. We checked the list of Stanley Johnstone's friends. None of them or their parents had any idea of his whereabouts. We talked with Levinson again. He'd been in touch with the detail combing the neighborhood, but they'd found nothing. We went down to Hollop Avenue and 10th Street, service station on the corner. You want a dime, Joe? No, I got one. You watch the chief Browner. Yeah. Martin. 
Are you sure Mrs. Johnson doesn't know where the boys are? She has no idea, Mrs. Martin. Oh, this is terrible. Just awful. I feel there's more to this thing, something you're not telling me. Well, there's no use to upset you until we know a few more things for sure, ma'am. Then you are holding something back. Well, please try not to worry, Ms. Martin. There are certain questions we have to ask, routine questions in any kind of investigation. Is there anything else you want to know? Yes, ma'am. What's your boy's blood type? Funny question. Do you think anything's happened to him? Have you found him and you're not telling me? No, ma'am. We haven't found him, and we don't think anything's happened to him. His blood type, huh? Yes, ma'am. Well, I think I have it written down in Stevie's baby book. Um, yes. Yes, here it is. The type is O. Type O, thank you. I wonder if I can use your phone. Oh, yes, of course. It's in the hall. Be right back, Frank. Yeah. Thank you. Joe? Yeah, Harry. 
gemstone case been found. He's home, Sergeant. He's come home. Thank God he's all right. Well, where's he been, did he tell you? No. No, he didn't. His clothes are all dirty and he's acting strange. I've never seen him like this. How do you mean, Mrs. Johnston? Well, he just came in the front door and said, Hello, Mom, and then he sat down in a chair and stared at the floor. He talked to his father and me. Mind if I talk to him? No, go ahead. I asked him about the little Martin boy. He wouldn't tell me a thing. Well, where is he now? Right over there in the living room. Oh, yeah. Looks all right. Yes. Son. Son, this is a police officer. He wants to talk to you. Don't be afraid, dear. He only wants to ask you some questions. Son. You see, Sergeant? Yes, ma'am. Stanley? Come on, boy, look at me. Come on, youngster, get your head up. No, that's better. You have your mother pretty worried, you know that? You want to tell us where you've been? I wish you'd try to get him to eat a little something. You hear that, son? You want something to eat? Stanley, there's another little boy up the street who hasn't come home. You know where he is? His father and mother are worried about him, too, just like your folks were. You've got to help us find him, son. I killed him. I killed Steve. With the 22. Went on his tongue, but I killed him. Now, how do you know you killed him? Maybe he's only hurt now, isn't he? No. He's dead. I'm really dead. The gun went off. We forgot we put bullets in it. Well, where is he, Stanley? I hit him. I was scared. I didn't want anybody to find him. Where did you hide him, son? In a cave up on the hill. I didn't mean it. He wasn't my pal. Do you want to show us where, Stanley? Yes, sir. I'll show you. Please don't send me to jail. December 22nd. Nine-year-old Stanley Johnstone led the way up the hill behind the backyard of his home. He showed us the wagon he'd moved the body in. His father came along with us. About 50 feet from the crest of the hill, the boy pointed to a thicket of scrub oak. There we found a small cave holding the body of Stephen Martin. There was a single bullet wound in his chest just below his heart. He was dead. We covered the body. Stanley, how did it happen? Some of my folks are going to give me a bill for Christmas. I knew where it was, and I got it. There was a box of bullets with it. Were you pointing a gun at Stephen's son? No, sir. No, no, sir, I wasn't. It was Steve's turn to play with it. I was chasing him. He tripped over that stump and he fell. The gun hit him in the stomach and went off. Now, why do you think you killed him if you're telling us the truth here? I'm telling the truth. Honest, it's the truth. All right, I believe you, son. Why do you think you killed him? My gun. Instead of life, I didn't go get it. I should have waited for Christmas. It's all my fault. Where have you been all this time? In the cave. With Steve. What were you doing in there, son? I was praying. I was praying for God to make me alive again. <laughs> investigation, Frank and I were convinced that the shooting of Stephen Martin was accidental. Ray Pinker's findings substantiated the Johnstone boy's story, even to the small 
last detail. We put in a call to the coroner's office and acquainted him with the facts. He designated a local mortuary to handle the body pending autopsy and granted us permission to remove the body to the Martin home. Mrs. Martin collapsed. The family doctor was called. Frank and I sat in the living room to wait for John Martin, the dead boy's father. Edith? Edith? Mr. Martin? Yes. You the police? Yes, sir. Where's Edith? Where's my wife? Has my boy come home? Well, have you found him? Yes, sir. Where is he? Steve? Stevie? Where's Steve? Right here. 
Won't you come in? All right, Miss Johnson. You were the boy that was with Stevie. Yes, sir. What's your name? Daniel. I'm sorry, Mr. Martin. I know it wasn't your fault, Stanley. I will... I wonder if you'd do something for me. Yes, sir. I've got a lot of nice presents for Stevie. I know he'd want you to have them. I want to give them to you. Christmas Eve. Mm Mom? I think that'd be a fine idea, son. Jim Moses. Music by Walter Schumann. Hal Gibney speaking. 